News. The Trivia Music Show. Of your favorite pop stars. Hey, hey, what's good, everybody? We're back with another episode of Pop Muse, the pop music trivia show of your favorite stars. And if it's your first time joining us, we scour the internet and find lesser known facts about some of these big names, mega stars, or what I like to say, some cool cats from the international and national stage to fill you in on. And we'll see after this episode if you know as much as you think you know about some of these big icons in music. I'm TJ Reed, and I got Amber with me on another visit to the studio. What's cracking, girl? Hey, what's up, everyone? It's good to be back. Hello. Yes, I didn't disqualify you from the last episode. Oh, really? <laughs> I was thinking about it, but I didn't. Uh, well, that's not fair. <laughs> but this time, I bet you will have no idea of my artist. Oh, boy. So it's revenge. You hear that, guys? So, Amber, you got someone that's close to your heart, or you got someone that's just difficult that you know I won't be able to get, or do you have someone that you really like their music? I'll say the second and third one. Like, this is the artist. I've been listening to her music since I was in my, I'll say, middle school. Okay. She has a few very classic songs, not only for me, but for the entire generation. Oh, okay. All right. Cool. So this will be a very special episode for you. And uh, yeah, and I'm, I'm happy that you're bringing me in to this, I guess, bubble, and hopefully I can resonate with this a little bit. Yep. And uh, today I got a really, really special musician, or I should say group, that is uh, very classic in American history. A lot of people know this group, and uh, their music is really special. Mm -hmm. It goes right to your heart. The vocality is just, uh, it's unique. Okay. And yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to put you up on this artist. For those that are listening, if they don't know who they are, you definitely should know. This will be a really educational episode for you. Can't wait to learn more about them. Awesome. Awesome. But before we get cracking, of course, I can't enunciate this enough. We want to drop our disclaimer. All of the stuff that we find is internet based. So sometimes... Some sources may not be updated. There may be some errors. Feel free to reach out to us. Let us know. And we'll be more than happy to update it on to the next episode. So with no further ado, let's get cracking. Yeah. Yep. Let's get started. All right. I'll set it off with fact number one. And this is according to biography.com and Wikipedia. These musicians both express an interest in music in their teenage years. All right. Um, after they moved to California, one of the members started playing an instrument to dodge having to do gym class. What? Kind of clever. <laughs> <laughs> like well, I, who doesn't like gym class? Yeah, I know. I mean, I, for me, I love gym class, but I could understand why this artist didn't like gym class because she told People magazine that she hated running and swimming in the cold mornings. Aww. So music was the best option. And I can, I can understand that depending on where you live, eight o'clock in the morning trying to swim. I mean, the water's cold. I mean, that would be... Oh, I, I guess for me. it sounds pretty awesome to me because you can that's how you wake up, right? If I have a swimming pool, hmm. like in my backyard or at school, I would definitely get up and go swim. Yeah, but eight o'clock in the morning is a little early. And, you know, people <laughs> think California is like super hot all the time. I was in California. Yeah. It, it wasn't. In it, Northern California, it it's cold, so right? cold. Exactly. And, and it's humid all the time. Mm, wow. Okay. <laughs> all right. So at the age of 13, the lead singer struggled with insecurity due to her weight. 
Uh, as a result, she battled with her self-image and diet throughout her career. Uh, her mother famously and openly favored her brother over her. And it doesn't really go into detail why that is. Could be because, I don't know, sometimes moms have a, a thing for their sons. This brother was considered a piano prodigy. So Aww. maybe that's another reason why. But yeah, this poor girl just could not get, you know, the kind of love and affection that she needed from her mother. And so... She was uh, a chubby girl. Mm-hmm. And since she was chubby, she really struggled with her weight. And um, of course, when you have an, a parent that attacks you for your weight, that was something that kind of stuck with her. And so she was always battling that. So that's something that at a young age was yeah. really difficult. It must be difficult for her, especially if you're a teenage girl. Like, you, you couldn't help. That's how you, the shape of your body would change because you're growing, you know, taller. And yeah. so it's, it's hard for her. It must be hard for her. Right. So, and this information that I just uh, noted here was from a biography called Little Girl Blue. And this is probably a huge, huge hint for a lot of the fans out there. I might have just given <laughs> this away already. Okay. Because this is such a pivotal fact about these musicians. Uh-huh. All right. So, we're going to move on here. This artist went to play on the drums when she got involved in music and competed in the Hollywood Bowl, which was a competition back then and eventually landed a record deal with A&M. But before that, this group supposedly played at Disneyland. But get this, they were kicked out for singing a cover to a, quote, non-family friendly song. And this is according to Factinate. So I guess the boss of the uh, the park ended up escorting them off the premises for singing some, I think it was a song from The Doors or something like that. Uh, one second, are they all girls or are there are boys in the band as well? Uh, at this point in time, there was a male and female. I see. Okay. Okay. All right. And their first album, unfortunately, after they signed the record deal, didn't take off, but they struck it big with their next release and the second album they won a grammy and they topped charts along the way and a lot of the songs that were on that album were the ones that i grew up listening to and are very very famous Uh and i'm I'm not gonna of course i'm not gonna (laughs) list them now because that would just give this whole thing away kind of curious like like even though you're giving me names i probably won't have any ideas at this point Okay, we're going to move on to fact number two, and this is from the same sources, Biography.com and Wikipedia. Their music was sometimes attacked by critics for being too sentimental and square. 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 This is an old way of saying uncool. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But they still generated a huge fan base with their soft rock sound and carefully crafted pop music. Okay. Um, The lead singer started as a drummer, but her vocals became a favorite with the fans. And so so at first she was kind of in the background because Mm -hmm. that's kind of where she was pushed to be. Mm -hmm. And then ultimately their sound wasn't really catching that much attention Mm -hmm. and they needed a singer and she somehow sang. And then it was like, whoa, why don't we use you? And Uh so that was kind of how she, you know, moved from the back to the front. But by this time, the band had really kicked up steam and they were all over the radio Mm. and uh, they were winning several awards. 
and topping a lot of the charts at this time. So a lot of people in high positions were listening to their music and were enjoying it. I guess you could say they were the top musicians in this time. Uh-huh. Are, are they only performing in the United States? Or... At this time, yes. They're, okay. only, they're only performing in the United and States. Why, uh, and why so many, you said, people from high class or like they were into this band? The reason why I say that is because their squeaky clean persona won over a lot of famous fans. Like, for example, at the time, President Nixon invited uh-huh. them to the White House to play for him. Wow. And I, th- I find that to be ironic because he likes their squeaky clean image. But, I mean, as a, as a president, <laughs> wow. he wasn't exactly squeaky clean. <laughs> Watergate. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, uh, moving on. Um, unfortunately, the touring and other pressures started to weigh heavily on the lead singer. Mm. And um, due to health issues, she had to cancel tours and recuperate at her parents' home. And this is unfortunate because earlier you asked if you know if they performed abroad. Mm-hmm. This is normally what happens when you become a really yeah. big musician. But because of her health... They, they were unable to. to do that, and they had to cancel the, oh. the the tours to Europe. And they had like fifty cities that they were going to perform in, and they had to cancel. So imagine the money that was lost.、Uh, according to this article, they lost around a quarter of a million dollars. And at that time in the seventies, that's a lot of money. And of course, all the、uh, tickets were refunded to everyone.、Mm-hmm. And of course, so the record, so the record label was upset. And of course, the other band member was、upset. also very upset as、oh. well. But you can't really force someone like who has problem with their health condition to work, right? Yeah. Without there's a saying like if your health is the number one, and the wealth, the fame, the, all the others are the zero falling behind. So if you're you don't have a very good health condition. Then what's the point of you know? Yes, you are right. If you don't take care of your health, then nothing else matters.、Mm-hmm, But exactly, if I'm a band member of yours, <laughs> and if we go and we perform, we are a team. Okay, we're supposed to make millions of dollars, and because you get sick,、mm-hmm. I, I think maybe some know, of your band members will be really upset.、Though. Yeah. <laughs> But、yeah. why don't they just go ahead without the lead singer? You can't, you can't go without the lead singer of a group. If you're famous because of the lead singer, let's face it, the lead singer is the figurehead of、okay. a group, right? So, so you can't go and do a, have a tour and just say, "Oh, sorry, guys, the lead singer's not here." <laughs> well, we'll give you fifty percent refund. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that, still with that, us. That's not going to work. These musicians new on the scene and、okay. they're blow, they're starting to blow up,、Mm-mm-mm. and so they. Need to get out there, and but right now, obviously, when the fame is starting to come in, this person gets sick. Yeah. So it's a really I kind of understand. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Bad for him or her. Right. So、uh, we're gonna move on to fact number three. Despite the health concerns, this group was very successful, as I mentioned earlier, and the female lead singer had achieved. Uh, incredible professional success in her early twenties, and、uh, she only wanted two things to make her life complete, and that was a true love and b a family of her own.、Mm-hmm. So for a while, according to sources, she dated around for a while, and she dated a famous、uh, TV show personality called Tony Danza, and there was a really popular show called、uh, Who's the Boss. 
back in the 70s, 80s time mm-hmm. frame. And she dated another guy named Steve Martin, who was a, he's a very famous American comedian. And this is according to Factinate. And, uh, but unfortunately, these relationships didn't work out. But she ultimately met a real estate agent mm-hmm. and he was, you know, handsome and successful, but they had a whirlwind romance. What do you mean by whirlwind romance? Yeah, well, you know what a whirlwind is? I don't know. It's like a tornado. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like their love is so deep, so much, like everyone's so... That's not exactly what a whirlwind, whirlwind. romance means. It just means that um, it could be very volatile and aggressive. Oh. And violent but also very passionate so there's a lot of passion and a lot of highs and lows Mm -hmm. in it so yeah that went on but unfortunately the romance was short-lived and fell apart due to her illness and his business woes and as I read a little bit more, I had to read deeper into a, um, there was a, an excerpt, a biological excerpt from The Guardian, which is a famous mm-hmm. UK um, uh, news source. And this guy is, has probably the lowest character that I have ever heard of what in this did program. He, do? he wanted to expedite the marriage because obviously she's a very successful mm-hmm. singer. Mm-hmm. And um, he knew that she wanted to start a family, but he didn't tell her that he had a vasectomy. And if you don't know what a vasectomy is, this is a procedure where the male is surgically uh, unable to have kids. Why would he do that? I don't know why. Does uh, she know? Like He didn't know. And so after they got married, he ended up telling her later. And that was something that devastated her because obviously this is, you know, she wanted to. I know. But he knew that and he married her anyway. And because she was successful at this time, you know, people are very vulnerable. This is a very difficult time. Mm -hmm. And I think in anyone's uh, relationship. And she called the wrong person for advice. She called her mom. Why her mom is the wrong person to call? Well, as I mentioned earlier, her and her mother didn't have a good relationship. Her mother didn't really treat her well. Oh, yes. You just said her mom loves her brother more over her because she is overweight. I, I guess that's not the only reason. Her mom yeah. never told her that she cared about her and loved her and treated her pretty bad. So yeah. when she called to get advice, the mother just said, you made your bed, you sleep in it. Mm. She ended what kind up, of mom is that? Yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, so she pretty much stayed with this guy while he depleted her bank account. Mm. He verbally and physically abused her. And eventually she ended up divorcing him. But Mm. that was after leaving her heartbroken, childless, broke, and of course losing faith in love. So that was a really unfortunate uh, situation for this artist at this particular time in her life. And it makes sense that I read also on um, grunge.com that her favorite song was I Need to Be in Love. And that's a very famous song from this group. Mm -hmm. And the song is very directly related to her life. She spent much of her time trying but failing to find love very sad for her. You know, it's very strange because I'm not sure back in America, but here in China, uh, if before you get married, a couple would go to the hospital and do a health check. Actually, <laughs> they should kind of tell each other what kind I'm of problem I have. Because we do an annual checks every year here. So yes, I, I understand what you mean. Yeah, so it's so weird. Like she doesn't know the real health condition of her fiance or the person she's she's going to marry with. Yeah, it's not like that in the okay. States. <laughs> oh, fine. <laughs> We're going to move on to fact number four, and this is also from grunge.com. 
In addition to love woes, this lead singer had to contend with stalkers, obsessed fans, and mentally troubling letters. And when I say mentally troubled letters, I mean fans that were asking for advice. And it was clear some of these fans had like mental issues. And they were like messaging her and trying to get her advice on things. And I think for most musicians, a lot of times they're they just want to sing and they want to make music. Mm -hmm. And that's really what their work is. That's what they want to do. They maybe want to inspire or touch people with their music, but they don't see how much appeal they actually have on the public. Yep. And people love look at artists as role models mm, that's true that's true right yeah but also like it's understandable because when you got fame you got fortune but on the other side of the story you have to somehow bear this kind of stalkings and there are people who are seeking to find more about your private lives yeah yeah so Yes, and I think that's an adjustment period, I think, for most stars at first. And during this time in American history, it was still something that I think the public and society just wasn't aware of how weird things can get. So unfortunately, this artist had people uh, on one occasion, a fan ran on stage and sat down on the drum kit while she was performing. And until the police escorted him off the stage and he became really hostile and started screaming that Mm -hmm. he was the lead singer's fiance. Wow. So (laughs) embarrassing. Yeah. And that's not all. I mean, there were fans who showed up at her parents' home demanding to see her. So somehow her address got out. So her fans knew where she was and they went there. And some were screaming her name over and over again. That's a nightmare for celebrities. Yeah, and I I can understand now. I mean, obviously, from these kinds of stories, you can see how and why these fans, you know, these celebs really need to... More guards, (laughs) more dogs. Yeah, seriously. So, yeah, in the 1970s, they were on top of the world. Okay, that's another title. 1970s. Yes. That was way before I was born. Yeah, me too. (laughs) (laughs) But... That was the title of one of their famous songs. Big clue out there for more fans. Um, They took over, as I mentioned earlier, they took over the radio waves with their easy listening music and image. And they won a couple of Grammys along the way. But the 80s, things started to shift a little bit. And the music tastes and their fame began to wane. Mm -hmm. The duo both battled with their inner demons. And earlier, I've been keeping that from you the whole episode because this this is a really famous duo in the U.S. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, they were siblings. They were brother and sister. Oh, so two of the people in the band, they're siblings. Yes. Okay. Right. Still no clue. Still no clue? Okay. Uh, I'll wait and see. (laughs) All right, all right. (laughs) So one of the band members struggled with his substance abuse. And this was, according to sources, he experienced some jealousy from his sister's spotlight. Because, as I mentioned earlier, he Mm -hmm. grew up being the favorite. Mm -hmm. And he was put into the band and he was in the front playing the piano. But it didn't get much attention until his sister from the back, Mm -hmm. where she was pushed to be because they didn't want her to be in the spotlight. She rose to fame 
shame. And so this was something that he struggled with、mm-hmm. during their entire relationship. And yeah, at one time, his sister did a solo album, and、uh, instead of praising it, he mocked it. He mocked it? Yeah, unfortunately. So it's, it's, it showed that at that time in their career, that they weren't doing so well together, unfortunately.、Yeah. And it just seems like his sister, on the other hand, she battled with obviously her health, and she had a very rare condition at that time called anorexia nervosa. And means? <laughs> It is a condition where you、um, have problems keeping on weight. And it's a mental condition、oh. where you feel that you are always overweight. And so people with this condition tend to diet a lot and they drop weight very, like, to very dangerous levels. Like dramatically. Yes. There was、uh, at some point、uh, when they went on the stage to perform and her fans, they were so surprised. They were like, <gasps> because she was so thin, you could see、uh-huh. her bones. So it was,、um, it was a really serious condition. And again, this came from youth. Um, at one point, she was doing something called the Stillman water diet, where she would just drink like eight cups of water per day. Yeah. And she would lose a lot of weight.、Uh-huh. But, but that, it will ruin her diet system. Not only that, but、um, she hired personal trainers and she took laxatives. That way, whatever she took in, it would come right out. And then she took thyroid medication as well. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and much more. So she had a condition. And again, at this time in,、uh, in the US history, this condition wasn't something that anyone knew anything about.、Mm-hmm. So there was not a lot of research there. And so, yeah, there was no awareness.、Uh, so she, much she get help, the, it was really hard. Yeah, she was there alone. Pretty right? much, right. So we're going to move on to fact number five. This is from grunge.com biography and factinate. Um, due to the years of long complications with her anorexia condition, the lead singer of this duo died of cardiac failure in her parents' home.、Um, although her condition seemed to be improving at that time because she had, was actually gaining weight and she was starting to do better, the years of her heart just took too much damage over the years from her being close to starvation.、Mm-hmm. And also, she was taking、um, some supplement, some syrup that induced vomiting. She would even take、uh-huh. things to try to vomit. The problem with this syrup was it slowly dissolved the heart muscle、mm-hmm. with time. And so, eventually, when she got up to a healthy weight, her heart couldn't sustain、uh-huh. her new frame. And so, she ended up dying of a heart attack. Oh, she passed away. Yeah, she was 32 years old.、Uh, she did see a professional, but he wasn't really keen on her condition. So, he actually he called the mother and the father <sighs> in. But guess what? The、they mother, made it worse. The mother, well, the father and their brother were able to say that they loved her,、mm-hmm. but the mother could not. And that was really what made the therapy go south. And so, yes, again, <sighs> the approval, the, the love from the mom was a problem from the beginning. And, but as a result, her family founded a foundation named after her. Mm-hmm. As a way to raise money for research surrounding anorexia. And so now this、uh, foundation also supports the arts and education. So, yeah, it's、uh, the conclusion of this artist or the lead singer's life was a bit dramatic. It is. But their music still lives on. And I think that it may even be a reason why the music is so heartfelt、mm-hmm. and it radiated throughout the country was because. She did have a sad story, and you can hear it now more so than ever in her music. 
the, After the all difficulty and just the struggles of, of just trying to find that one thing that a lot of us take for granted, and that's love. Yeah. Well... I mean, I wish I could turn the tone a little bit here, yeah, but so it's heavy. really, yeah, it's really heavy. But this is the end of my facts, and I know that this, these guys are more of a national favorite than an international one. So I'm, I'm going ready. to give you 30 <laughs> seconds to okay. find online who this person is. Okay. So um, from what you told me, they the, like the brother. He's very good at playing piano, and the sister she was playing drum. And then later on, she's good at vocals, so she became the lead singer of their band. Right. And also, she was looking for her Mister Right and having a family, but unfortunately, um, she just met the very wrong person. And also, um, they were signed to A and M and a very famous uh, record company. Mm -hmm. So with all that, I think I have a name in my mind. Okay, well, <laughs> I know that you did a little bit of peeking on your phone as well. <laughs> of course. You're talking about a band before I was born. Mm. So I do need some like assistance. Yeah, yeah. Technically, that's cheating, but I'm gonna. I, I will Let permit me pass. it this time. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, who do you have for? What do you? Who do you think it is? Okay, so the band's name I think should be the Carpenters. <laughs> All right. Well, let's hear what the judges have to say about that. Well, well. Congratulations. Wow! I know it. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I told you. I'll get it this time. <laughs> the Carpenters were one of the most successful sibling duos of the 1970s. They were considered king and queen of sunshine pop, an eternally optimistic brand of early 1970s pop, soft rock, and country pop. The UK Rolling Stone magazine has named Karen Carpenter's voice as one of the 100 greatest voices of all time, and she clocked in at number 94 on that list. I love the Carpenter's music. Very chill, very heartfelt, and also I got two tracks, and if there's time, I have a third one that I'd like to play, but the first one that I'd like to share is Close to You. And I'd like to play a little bit of the song Rainy Days and Mondays. And that'll be followed by We've Only Just Begun. Check it out.
Talking to myself and feeling old Sometimes I'd like to quit Nothing ever seems to fit Hanging around Nothing to do but frown Rainy days and Mondays always get me drowned What I Like I don't belong Walking around Some kind of lonely cloud Rainy days and Mondays Always get me down Funny but it seems I always wind up here with you Nice to know somebody loves me Seems that it's the only We've only just begun to live 
cheeks and promises A kiss for luck and we're on our way And that was We've Only Just Begun by The Carpenters. I love that song. I heard that for many years. And it's like the more you know about this person's life, I, I feel like I can connect more with it. And it's it's more heartfelt because, you know, We've Only Just Begun, is. it sounds like the story of two lovers just starting their journeys together. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately... It, that situation didn't really happen for her. I mean, it did, but it just wasn't, it was very tragic. Yeah. I mean, it's my first time listening to their music. It's very, how should I say it? It's very relaxing, mm. kind of, uh, very 1970s style. <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> uh, for sure. They were a pivotal voice in, mm-hmm. that, in that era. Yeah. So anyway, on a lighter note, let's try to flip the script here. Amber, who do you have for us? Yes. So today I'm going to share my artist, one of my favorite, I would say. Okay. And she's a singer, she's an actress, and also she's a model. 
Like okay. that's how she entered the business. Oh but wow! All I, right. I will share. So she's good looking. Okay. Yep. I'll share more about it. So let's go to fact number one. All right. Yep. So this artist changed her name for superstitious reasons. Okay. So she's superstitious. All right. <laughs> no, she's not. I guess it's her family. <laughs> well, she changed her name for that. Yeah.、Then. People are saying like、um, this is according to Wikipedia. All right.、Uh, it said when she was a child, she suffered from frequent asthma attacks. All right. So and、uh, it was believed change her name would bring her better health. So interesting. Yeah. So she changed her name at the age of seven,、um, and that's the name she's been using today. Okay. I wonder if it actually helped. <laughs> if she had an <laughs> well, asthma attack after that. <laughs> well, she now is famous. I think that's something very popular in Hong Kong. I'm not saying people are superstitious in Hong Kong. Just they have this、um, faith, like called feng shui. When you move into yeah, a new house, yeah, feng shui is very famous. Yeah, yeah, they will have a master to go check it out for you to tell you、yeah. which, which direction. Everything needs to be symmetrical, otherwise it'll bring bad energy. Yeah, something like that. Right. And、uh, by the way, I changed my name as well when I was in. Oh, okay, so you're superstitious too. Okay, <laughs> got <not> . it. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was my parents were just thinking like if I change my name,、uh, it will kind of have a better control of my temper. I guess that, I guess that didn't work.、Huh? <laughs> <What> ? <laughs> Back to the subject. All right. She also has the twin brother, and、uh, yeah, that's that's it. <laughs> Just okay, interesting、so、she has fact. A twin brother. Yep, and also because she's quite tall, people gave her the nickname of Tall Girl. Okay, they just call her Tall Girl. Yeah, she's tall. Okay. <laughs> because we're Asian girls, you know, most of the time you're like five feet, and、okay. she's like five feet and nine inches. Okay, so、yeah. she's five nine, so she's that's towering over everyone else. Uh huh.、Okay. That explains how she. Uh, how she say, "Hey, tall girl." <laughs> okay, got it. Well, I'm, I'm saying I'm about to say that that explains a lot how she entered entertainment business through modeling at yeah, the very beginning. Because they typically like, I mean, worldwide people like tall women to be models. Yeah. So yeah, I was gonna say I was thinking the same thing.、Mm-hmm. So like that's how she started her early career,、uh, being discovered by a talent scout. She became a model for a watch company. Okay. And after. After that, because of her modeling experience, she played her first movie in 1995, named Doctor Mac. Okay, Doctor Mac. All right. Yeah, in the same year, 1995, she received a nomination for Best Newcomer at Hong Kong Film Awards. Cool. Yeah. So, and that's how she began her career in singing as well. Nice. So she's modeling. She did, she did all the things that most people <laughs> would like to do: be a model, and then jump to at、uh, a very movies, young age, and、yeah. then jump to music after that. Uh huh.、Awesome. And that leads to my fact number two. Okay. So people call her short-haired Jade Girl. Wow, she has a lot of titles. <laughs> no. Yeah, she must hate that. You know, I mean, as a kid growing up, people are saying, "Hey, tall girl, come here," <laughs> and now they're like. Hey, Jade girl with short hair. I mean, that's、oh, just、on. she、Hold、must be、second. really aggressive. Hold on a second. Actually, she has no problem of people calling her short hair. But about the Jade girl, do you know what Jade girl mean here? I don't know. I just know Jade is a piece of jewelry. <laughs> yes.、And、so I mean, you know, in Hong Kong, in especially in the Hong Kong entertainment industry, there they have like maybe ten, twenty very pretty girls. They would describe Jade girl, meaning they are very precious. They are very beautiful, and they are you know full of youthfulness. 
Okay. Yeah, like they didn't realize Jay brought out all style, of that. But you know, it's more like a schoolgirl style. That's weird because jade is just a green piece of jewelry. Not so only green, there are white jade as well, all kind of colors. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. But anyway, you, um, she kept her iconic hairstyle for 25 years. Short wow. hair. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I can identify with that. I feel like my hairstyle has been the same for the past decade. <laughs> of course. Maybe longer than that. So I get it. Well, I'm too curious about why she got like short hair for like 25 years. You know, she has the short hair for 25 years because um, back then, like when people think of pretty girls, they would think a girl wear long hair. And uh, but she, her producer of the album, were thinking, okay, let's do another way of marketing. They were thinking, okay, why don't you cut your hair? But that's not the only reason why she did that.、Okay. She, she said that in fact she cut her hair because of her grandmother. Okay. Yeah, she recalled that her grandma told her that、uh, you're so thin, and long hair has taken all. Oh man, another title hit.、Yeah. Thin. Her grandmother telling her that she's thin. Her friends call her <laughs> no, tall. Hold on a second. Okay, okay. So her grandma told her, "You're so thin. Long hair has taken away all your nutrition." Have you ever heard something like that? No. Because that's how my grandma told. Me when I was、really? a little girl. Sounds like more superstition is floating around. <laughs> no.、Okay. This is so cultural differences here. <laughs> yeah, yeah、so. because my grandma used to tell me that oh you're you're not growing up you're not growing taller because you you won't cut your hair. But back to the story. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, I'll, I know. I'll, I'll if, never forget that. <laughs> I know there is no like scientific research to back those kind of statements, but that's what we've been told. <laughs> awesome. So, in order to make her grandma happy, <laughs> she made the decision to cut her hair short.、Let's、keep her hair short. Okay, so that's her signature. Wow, that is a really、yeah. interesting reason. So that's just a little story about her. <laughs> Very interesting one at that. All right, thanks for sharing. And I think for most of our listeners. They probably know who I'm talking about. Okay, sounds like that is a big clue for all the listeners out there. Of course,、Indeed. I'm I'm still in the dark here, but that's <laughs>、okay. all right. My brain is swirling around. I think I may have a few ideas, but we'll see. We'll find out later. Okay, so then let's move on to fact number three.、Mm-hmm. If you ever have a chance to watch this movie, this is one of her most famous one. Okay. Yep, it's called Turn Left, Turn Right. Okay. Yeah, she played the part with another. Very famous actor named Jin Cheng Wu, and、oh, he's、okay. the Japanese Chinese. His Japanese name is named Kanishiro Takashi. Oh, okay, Kanishiro Takashi. I know this actor. Yeah, I've seen, yeah. I've seen a few of his movies before.、Mm-hmm. So it's about two people who are destined to be together, but by some twist of circumstances, they never find each other. Like wow, it's a romantic love story. Like, that sucks. Is that is that a romance story? Because、yeah. they can't find each other, then there's no romance. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> That's how love works sometimes. Okay, it doesn't、yep. sound very romantic to me. It just sounds like misery. All right. Another movie she played with Andy Lau is a comedy film telling a story of a legendary mahjong player. You know mahjong, right? A legendary gambler. <laughs>、huh? Well, but he never lost the game. And I, the movie is not really only about gambling. It's about the lessons or philosophy you can learn from playing the game. Okay, still no ideas because those two movies are very iconic. Iconic. Okay. All right. Anyway, let's move on to the fact number four.、Right. She has the Spanish husband. 
okay. She married a foreigner. I don't know why that resonates with me, but I think I might know a little bit yeah. about who this person is. Okay, keep going. Okay, so before she got married to her Spanish husband, she was dating this actor named,、uh, also a singer.、Oh, I'm not sure whether or not you know him, but he's very famous as well. The big name, Lee Kun Cheng or Cheng Yijian. Mm. So okay. So anyway, so the couple they dated for seven years, but in 2006 they broke up. They said because、uh, the girl wants to get married, but the guy doesn't, and they they fight a lot, stuff like that.、Sure. But anyway, her husband is actually a former basketball player, and also What? really, yeah. <laughs> also, he is an executive for Nestle in Hong Kong, the chocolate company, right? Yep. Okay. And then in 2015 February, she gave birth to her daughter, and after that,、uh, she's pretty much spent most of her time being a mother, being a wife. However, she didn't leave the entertainment industry. You still can see like she's releasing album and、uh, participating in some like advertisement shooting stuff like that. Okay. And then let's move on to the fact number five. Last fact, right? Yeah, last fact. Your last chance. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so for the first time in fifteen years, she's finally back to a new drama. It's named Parents Legend. Parents Legend. Yeah,、hmm. it's re- newly released in this year March. All right. Yeah, and also her daughter plays a role in the TV drama as well.、Hmm, interesting. Okay.、Mm-hmm. And this is according to Eight Days website, which is the Singapore-based news outlet covering those entertainment and celebrity news. All right. So. That'll be all the information. That's I, it. Yeah. All right. So we're at the end of the list. I'm actually quite optimistic because in doing this show, I've done a lot of research on a lot of Chinese stars. And when you mentioned the fact that this artist was a model, I was like, okay, not unusual. I mean, there's a lot of models that you know get started in music. I don't know why I remember that she married a foreigner because I、uh-huh. guess there's not too many that do. So I think that was one thing that you mentioned that I remember, and and the fact that she was a model. There's a, there's a couple of others. Yeah. She has short hair, but the pictures that I see of her, I feel like I saw. I must have seen one or two where her hair was long. I'm not sure if that's something that changed recently or what, but、uh, maybe I have the wrong person. I'm not sure.、Mm-hmm. But anyway. So you got the name. I'm gonna guess a name, and it might be right, might be wrong. Because at first, I was thinking that oh, it's it could be this person, but this person didn't get married, and I think she's substantially younger. So、mm-hmm. I was like, nope, that's that's not who it is.、Uh, so I'm gonna run with Gigi Lung. Okay, let's hear what the judge say. <laughs> <laughs> you got it right. TJ, congratulations!、Oh, It's Gigi Lang. Yeah, I was going to say because you say short hair, and I wasn't sure how short it was, and I was thinking it could be that、um, that girl that looks kind of like a guy.、Um, oh no, Li, not the tomboy, Yunchun or whatever. Oh no, no, no. Yeah, I was thinking it was her, but then you said she got married and she had a kid and she was with a foreigner, and I was like, you know what? That sounds kind of like okay. Okay. So yeah, she's a very well-known Hong Kong singer and actress. As I said, she's been active since 1995. Other than singing and acting, she's also a songwriter, a producer, and also a model. 
So even though she's not that active as like ten years ago, but still she's very popular in Chinese mainland, in Hong Kong, and in many other Asian countries. All right, all right. And you got any tracks that you're gonna share with us today? Yes, I got two songs for our audience today. The first one is was released in 2001, named Transparent. Like, Sounds pretty self-explanatory. But go ahead. <laughs> It's about you should stay free and you should love yourself. Those kind of spirit. Okay. And the second one is called Butterfly Kisses. Butterfly Kisses sounds nice. Well, thank you so much, Amber, for sharing this artist with us. And we're gonna go ahead and end it for this episode of Pop Muse. Thank you to all of our listeners out there that joined us for this episode. Be sure to give us a shout out. Let us know how we're doing. And we look forward to you guys joining us for another episode of Pop Muse. I'm TJ Reed. I'm Amber. Take it easy, folks. We will see you next time. Bye for now.
Love.